Hello, and welcome to the Mill Creek View CEO Special with me, your host, Steve Abramowitz, where I interview the best business people and entrepreneurs. Hello, and welcome back to the Mill Creek View CEO Special with your host, Steve Abramowitz. We are focused on the best businesses doing good business in America. Today, we are in studio with Bernard Blassingame. But first, for more information about the CEO Special or the Mill Creek View Stable of Podcasts, visit us anywhere you get your podcasts or videos at Mill Creek View on your favorite podcast app, Rumble, YouTube, and Instagram. While you're there, please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of this amazing content and pass it on. And thanks for doing it. For E. Bernard Blassingame, it's all about pushing the envelope. President of Aqua Dynamic Systems, Inc., Bernard's success in the business world has been the result of his creed. Care more than others think is wise. Risk more than others think is safe. Dream more than others think is practical. Expect more than others think is reasonable. Pray more than you think is needed. Aquadynamic Systems, Inc., founded in 1998, is a company that licenses technology that is used in the manufacture and marketing of water treatment products initially developed by Aquadynamics Group Corp., a company Bernard formed in 1986 that developed environmentally friendly products using radio waves, electromagnetic energy, and applications utilizing ozone gas before it was hip and cool. Bernard has already gained momentum in the business community with Aqua Glass, which he founded in 1969 and let to be one of the largest manufacturers of acrylic and gel coat fiberglass products in the United States. Based in Adamsville, Tennessee, Aqua Glass rose from humble beginnings to become an industry leader with more than 600 employees and nearly 1 million square feet of facilities. Mr. Blassingame, how are you today? Doing great, and how are you? I am doing great, and I'm really excited to have you in my studio. Uh, thanks for coming in today and taking time away to do this. Now, you founded Alpha Technologies, which has four lines: Alpha Alert Systems, Flow Zone, Zone Air, Zone Air, yeah. Zone Air, Global AG, <laughs> Global Ag, Global AG. Uh, so let's talk about each one separately. Let's start with Alpha. Alpha Alert Systems, School Security Systems, Most Advanced First Alert Available. Tell us about that. Well, it was a brainchild. We've got very talented engineers, um, particularly programmers. And it's the last company that we formed. Uh, we started back, as you mentioned earlier, the original company after selling the first business. Um, we started a research and development company, and we were interested in, in saving energy, water, reducing chemicals, and we started with water treatment. High-rise office buildings, hospitals, one of our premier accounts is HCA. Uh, we've been on them for 16 years, their headquarter building for water treatment. And uh, over the years, then we started, not that we're tree huggers, but we're very interested in the environment. All of our technologies have been patented, um, 28 over the years. We've got uh, one new one re recently issued, two pending, and it's about water treatment without chemicals. So then that led into air quality, which was zone air. Um, what really led to that is there's a technology that we use, um, which is using UV light with titanium dioxide shield 
and it produces a very reactive, safe gas, uh, electrons that kill all known viruses, including COVID. We also use a computer-controlled environment so that we use ozone, which is the most powerful known agent. God creates ozone from lightning. It has a bad uh, reputation. Um, chemical companies don't like it because it eliminates chemicals. But we use it in a very tightly controlled environment remotely and um, at night in unoccupied areas, whether it's in a hospital operating room, in an office building, in schools. We regulate the amount of ozone and it will sterilize a room. It's a gas. And um, as we know, God never has produced anything bad. So he makes it from lightning, waterfalls. It's been around for eons of years. We've learned to use it safe by controlling the specific amount that's needed to regenerate to kill certain viruses. So, like I said, HCA, we're in hospital surgery rooms, office buildings, and then that led us to a new technology that we um, doing research on the West Coast. We had a lab there 25 years ago and um, which we were experimenting with another patented technology, which is the injection of specific frequencies into fluids. And with that, we get interesting results. We were surprised that no one had patented it before and we found that it had a very interesting effect on root development in the Oxnard Valley in California. Strawberries, lettuce, and others, it um, produced more root mass, healthier plants. So we looked to see, well, can we patent that? We thought surely someone had patented it. So we went to the Los Alamos lab that had just been opened up to the public and uh, no one had patented it. So we said, well, maybe we can see some research that nobody's been crazy enough to inject RF energy direct into a fluid. It's kind of like taking a radio antenna and grounding it into water. So we went back to the lab and came up with um, um, ultimately 28 patents, um, different applications, everything from Oxnard Valley and root development to Duke Medical School cancer research and got some most interesting results down through the year. We years we had um, uh, eight patents along that line where we were injecting RF energy and ozone into washing machines that decolored genes without chemicals. Hmm. At one time they call it the stonewash look, and it was one of the harshest things on our environment and it ultimately when the clean water act came out all of the laundries in america moved south to mexico colombia and then they moved overseas to bangladesh and other countries but when we first came up with it levi lee and wrangler all were very interested in our technology they sent representatives all of them to our small um, research center in Adamsville, all were very excited about it. And so um, our business plan 
in research and development, uh, which we spent over $30 million down through the years. And in research and development, if they say if 10% of your efforts and your money produce something that's beneficial, you're probably ahead of the game. We, we would agree with that. <laughs> may even be less than that than 10%. But one of them was um, particularly with the root development <clears throat> and of any number of things. But back to Levi, um, Wrangler, and um, Lee. Um, they all came to our They all wanted to be. And so our business plan is research and development, find something that's economically feasible. Also, um, you know, this day and time, an example would be you wouldn't want to have the best typewriter in the world because of Word. So it has to be a product that's needed now and has not, you know, passed its time. Well, this definitely was because uh, Clean Water Act really put a bite into dumping these harsh chemicals into the sewer system. So we had a solution to that. And the first company that came and signed an agreement, uh, we offered it as a license to take for them to use it and pay a royalty fee. We would sell them the technology or we would joint venture or form our own company to utilize the technology. So I'll give you an example of two of those in a minute. But Levi was the first company to come, signed an agreement, and they were to pay us um, royalties of a nickel, a dime, and 15 cents per gene. They were producing a lot of genes back then. They were the world's largest. 26% of the world's genes were produced by Levi. Hmm. That's a good contract to have. It was a very good contract. They paid us a lot of money the first year. And for some reason, um, they never paid us another penny, and we've been arguing with them ever since. So, oh, big business got in the way there. Okay. I won't get into details, but it's pretty big monies. Um, they did go from twenty six percent in seven years to the market of the market potential to six percent. Um, several companies, Walmart, Gap, Guest, all started producing their own genes rather than selling Levi. They moved offshore, so Levi went from 26% to 6% in seven years. Mm. Only thing that saved them was their Docker division. But we survived, uh, but we didn't survive on the royalties that they owed us. So, But we continued with that, and from it, we learned a lot of other applications of direct injection. When God created this earth, every single element in the universe responds to specific frequency. And that's what we based our patents on. You ever had a MRI? Mm-hmm, I have. That big tube? Well, Dr. Demadian, who's a very good friend of ours, we visited his lab, he's visited ours, and we found that we both had locked in on the same frequency, 42.7 megahertz. When you're in that tube and you hear that thumping sound, First of all, you're in a huge magnet. Thumping sound is 42.7 for the hydrogen atom. Got a lot of H's in our body with the water. And it causes that uh, electron that um, to momentarily rotate and they can get a digital image. We do the same thing. We inject it into water, How? into fluids. How do you inject it? 
Hmm? How do you do the injection process? Um, there's two or three ways you can use direct injection with, we use stainless steel probes um, at a specific length between each other, specific um, um, amount of energy direct into the flow of the fluid. And the other is, you that's direct injection, and the other is induced in which you have the probes on the outside and as the water flows, and you lose about 15% efficiency by inducing it versus direct injection. Mm. Mm. So from that, we found there's been a number of things. We, um, we worked with several doctors, Vanderbilt and some others. On, we had a patent on um, the um, um, kidney dialysis. Um, if you're on kidney dialysis, you're issued a, a filter. A Baxter Labs is the largest producer of filters in the world. And you have a slight reaction the first time you use the filter because of the man-made contaminants that are in making the filter. But then after you've used it, you are assigned that filter until it reduces down to 85% of its originally filtering capacity and um, they continue reusing that so it gets more comfortable to the person that it's been assigned to we had a patented technology dr earl Gann, doctor at vanderbilt that is the father of um, kidney dialysis and he was on our consulting staff so we designed a system that would increase the life of that filter uh, 70 or 80 percent instead of an average of 12 to 14 reuses before they chunked it we could extend that up to 18 20 24 so uh, we were pretty excited about that so i could bore you with several other technologies on the direct injection but that led us ultimately to agriculture um, we have proven on uh, irrigation water um, to increase yields, increase root mass, reduce chemical usage, and um, reduce fertilized uses. So we're now in a, a major research at Auburn University and at Mississippi State on sod, soybeans, cotton, and hydroponic. And the main goal of that is to increase outputs yes. or to cl increase. clean diseases or both? No, no. Okay. Well, I've mixed it up, but it's across the board on both. But um, um, the ag product that I just mentioned is strictly to improve root growth, mm. yield, health of the plant, and reduce chemicals and fertilize. Got it. We've expanded our original technology from just the hydrogen atom to other elements that's found in water and fertilized. So we can almost design the frequencies for the application. Okay, and that falls under the category for flow zone. For water treatment, for cooling towers, same technology, but a different application for global ag. Okay, so tell us about zone air. Well, zone air is, um, again, for um, use to sterilize the air in schoolrooms, hospitals, 
surgery rooms, office buildings, and homes. We primarily focus on the um, commercial side of that because of the cost. And we provide 24-7 monitoring so that we'll know when something goes wrong within that, we can send a technician or we can send a part for replacement. So this would be the alternative of, say, the irritating um, uh, CO2 plug-in uh, alarms that we have that go off for no reason. This, this You got it. You got it. So our most recent that we're most excited about, we're excited about all four, but um, our talented um, engineers were all um, either um, married or have children. My mom, like me, have grandchildren. And two years ago, um, as anybody in America, in the world now, when you read about all of these children that are just massacred in these classrooms, it just tears at your heart. Two years ago, we said, we've got all of this technology. We are one of the leaders in the world in communicating a cooling tower <clears throat> at HCA downtown headquarter building. We record 120 data points 24-7. We download all of that data every hour into our servers, and we keep it forever. We can tell you how many gallons of water went through the cooling tower at the main headquarter building July 19, 2019 at 4 o'clock. So we said when we analyzed all of the problems with this massacring of students, little kids, innocent kids, we said, what can we do? What technology do we have? So we studied um, what was one of the biggest problems. And the biggest problem with this, first of all, was in man's heart. You know, we're here horrible going on in the classroom. Our goal is to have safe classrooms. We may not live to see cat safe classrooms. Safe classrooms is when we finally change man's heart. Right. Okay? But we don't give up. Let's apply what we have now. So we looked at it, and one of the biggest problems in this is an alert to the proper authorities quickly and pacific information. So we set out two years ago, and after 18 months, we, we developed, primarily our team, the most effective first alert for school security systems recognized by um, security consultants in the industry, principals, superintendents, policemen, police forces, that we have one of the top most effective. So let's talk about the, the common thing is normally you call 911. Hey, we got a problem here. 30% of 911 calls nationwide is never perfected because the person making the call is so excited they can't transfer, they can't perfect the information needed. Probably in shock. Yeah. I mean, they are, and no one knows. He man or the little old lady and everybody in between never knows how you're going to react under a stressful situation. So our team said we want to develop an effective Pacific information that we send out in five seconds to everybody that needs to know. And what need to know is we do a survey of a school. We get a schematic of every room. 
and name, address, schematic. Every teacher has a what we call a communication pod in their room. That includes cafeteria, library, classrooms, offices, gym, whatever. And they have a remote that they can push a button and in five seconds it goes to the principal, security office, nurse, 911, and every policeman in two-mile radius. We also found out <clears throat> active shooter is not the most common thing. It's the most dreadful thing that teachers are faced with. But disruptive students is up 62% the first quarter of this year. Mm probably more than that after they come off summer vacation <laughs> when they get in the classroom. So we have a button that the teacher can push that, and it immediately goes to the principal and security office, room 42. It identifies the room. They have on their screen a schematic of the school and a little red flashing light that identifies that room in case the uh, security officer or principal can't remember where room 42 is and then they go down and take her if they need help they can then call the police same way with medical it's unbelievable what nurses have to be faced with everything from issuing band-aids to um, giving insulin shots then they go and if they feel like they need an ambulance then they make the call the most dreaded one is a it used to be we called it an active shooter. Now it's an unauthorized intruder. He's in our facility or is walking across the parking lot. And so when they push that button, it goes everywhere. Principal, security office, nurse, 911. And the information going to 911 is a text and a Pacific audible that says, Adamville High School, just for an example, Adamville High School, 330 South Main, room 42. If the intruder moves on down and the um, teacher has spotted him in front of their room and he's down at the other, then we trail with dots following the intruder. So now the police have on their phone and it goes to 911 Pacific. Same information goes to policemen that have provided their cell phone. Don't have to have an app. It comes as a text. When they push on that, it gives a Pacific address, room real, number. Real-time location uh, discovery for the And magnet. then a Google map that says you're 11 miles, 12 minutes away, and here's the closest route. Oh, wow. Policemen love it because they can now communicate their efforts before they even get there. They don't have to wait till a principal or security officer come out and say, hey, we we heard shots down in the hallway or whatever. So, And what kind of market share have you uh, found? Just the beginning. We just launched this product um, four months ago. Mm-hmm. We're getting unbelievable interest. We have um, Alabama, Mississippi, and now Tennessee working on um, – um, security systems geared around all the things that we cover. Unfortunately, the Covenant Presbyterian incident recently, first three nine one one calls. The first one was so excited could only say the name of the school, but couldn't say the address. Second one was so hysterical it was unaudible. 
God was looking after them because there was a policeman that knew where Covenant School was, and he was the first on the scene. But again, our alerts go out in five seconds. And I won't go into how many lives we think we could have saved, but we've analyzed several one of them, and um, we think that uh, we can be very effective on it. And how many projected schools do you think you'll have by the end of the year and maybe at the end of next year? That's a good point. Our goal right here with ours is to have be selling and producing and installing one school per day. And we can go up to 10 schools a day. We have the production capacity. My former business, we had uh, 1,600 employees in a town of 1,400. So we got a lot to draw from in the area. We've got uh, plenty of production uh, capacity building-wise. And um, for old country boys, we're pretty good at um, automation. So um, um, as we go out, there are 98,000 public schools and 30,000 private schools in America. Tennessee has 1,860 public schools. So. Um, we have a senator in Mississippi that's introducing legislation to mandate statewide. Here are the things that we want. Obviously, they can't mandate alpha alert, but they can mandate the things that we cover for the safety of those kids. So um, Great. And in our last few minutes together, uh, tell us what else we can look forward to on the horizon for your company. Well, we... Um, we're never satisfied with our product. So a product improvement and service is always uh, top. Um, we, um, all of these technologies and patents have been produced by Tennesseans, produced by Tennesseans, and will be serviced by Tennesseans. We'll let people out state move in, but gotta live in Tennessee if they wanna work for us. Um, somewhat joking, but, um, there are other things that we're looking at beyond security. Um, we want to add um, in the security, we're getting interest from banks, Uber drivers, because, and by the way, we have a system for school buses. Put a GPS on it, we can track the bus once the driver initiates that. So um, we, we do have another new product and, and out on the um, global ag, and that is for city municipal water treatment plants. We have a very um, um, effective, where we can reduce the amount of chemicals needed to meet federal and state guidelines. Got our first installation uh, down in Bessemer, Alabama, and now we are evaluating and quoting um, Birmingham. So it's um, our first, that's a very small system, um, but, um, Testing, we reduce the chemical consumption just on one chemical by about 50,000 a year. So, and still met guidelines. So we're interested in that because every city has a municipal water and federal. So. That would be another great contract to have. Well, thank you so much for your time, Bernard. Tell everyone where they can go to find out more about you and maybe your company, of course, and apply for a job if you're still hiring and anything you else are. you can let them know uh, to follow up. Well, we certainly are looking at talented people, particularly in the electronic area and programming. And um, you can go to um, alphaalertsystems.com 
and our contact information is on that. And also, you can learn a lot about the um, security systems because that's our biggest emphasis right now because of the urgency of it. The others are important to us from a financial point of view, but nothing touches the hearts of me and our employees. Uh, my wife of 52 years is a retired school teacher, so I used to hear it day and night. So, uh, so, so okay, we got some magical music there. I turned that wrap off. This I'm up. sorry about That's okay. that. It happens. Well, thank you so much for coming into the studio. Really appreciate it. And, um, uh, we will have you on again sometime and tell us about the uh, uh, rollout of all these new products. Well, thank you so much. Well, we appreciate the opportunity to Steve, and I hope you have a blessed weekend. You too. Thanks. Welcome to my Book of the Day segment where I tell you about a book that I think you'll like and could help you in your business. Volcker, The Triumph of Persistence. Over the course of nearly half a century, five American presidents, three Democrats and two Republicans have relied on the financial acumen and the integrity of Paul A. Volcker. During his tenure as chairman of the Federal Reserve Board, when he battled the great inflation of the 1970s, Volcker did nothing less than restore the reputation of the American financial system on the verge of collapse. After the 2008 financial meltdown, the nation turned again to Volcker to restore trust in a shaky financial system. President Obama would name his centerpiece Wall Street regulation the Volcker Rule. Volcker's career demonstrated that a determined central bank can prevail over economic turmoil so long as he can resist relentless political pressure. His resolve and independent thinking, sorely tested by Richard Nixon, Jimmy Carter, and Ronald Reagan, laid the foundation for a generation of economic stability. Indeed, William L. Seelberg argues it was only Volcker's toughness on monetary policy that forced Reagan to be Reagan and to rein in America's deficit. Noted scholar and financial expert William L. Silber draws on hours of candid personal interviews and complete, complete, uh, complete access to Volcker's personal papers to render dramatic behind-the-scenes accounts from Volcker's career at the Treasury Department and the Federal Reserve. Secret negotiations with European ministers, confrontations with the White House, crisis conferences with Wall Street titans, and even tense boardroom rebellions within the, federal, the Fed itself. Filled with frank commentary from Volcker himself, including why he was personally irked with the Volcker rule. This will be def the definitive account of Volcker's indispensable role in America's economic history. Silber also wrote The Story of Silver, How the White Metal Shaped America and the Modern World, the title says it all, but another great read. Check them both out. I know you'll like them. That's it for this episode. Really hoped you liked it. If you like what you heard here, be sure to check out our other shows, the Mill Creek View Tennessee, Washington, and Florida podcasts, and subscribe to mcview.us website. And thank you for doing it. Until next time, this is your host, Steve Abramowitz, CEO of the Mill Creek View, signing off.